but you're only going to get people willing to invest in you in direct proportion to the amount of trust and credibility you have earned with them. What we want to do is make it possible for the people who haven't earned that trust and credibility yet, but who are willing to give you the opportunity. This is designed to take advantage of the opportunity that they're giving you so that down the road, when it is the right time, when they have built enough credibility and trust, you're not trying to convince them to come work with you. They're raising their hands to say, I'm ready to work with you. You are an amazing human being. You're a coach or expert who works hard to make a positive difference for your clients. I'm Joss Willard, and my mission is to help good coaches like you make great profits so you can live an amazing life helping the people you're meant to serve. This podcast is here to help with that. We'll be bringing you the information, resources, experts, and perspectives to allow your practice to make a difference, support the life you want, and reward you fairly and well for the impact that you bring. Welcome to Profit for Coaches. Nobody likes the roller coaster. I'm not talking about the ride at the amusement park. A lot of people love those. I'm talking about the roller coaster in your coaching practice. The one that says, today you have money, tomorrow you don't. The one that comes from not having a consistent keep in touch strategy to keep that steady stream of clients raising their hands to say, hi, I'd like to work with you. Please take my money. Hi, I'm Joss Willard, the host of Profit for Coaches. On today's episode, we're talking about keeping in touch and how KIT is KEY. Enjoy the episode. Real quick, before we get started, I want to make sure that the time you invest here is profitable. And the best way to do that is to make sure you grab a copy of the free ebook, The Four Must-Haves for a Profitable Coaching Practice. It's absolutely free. It's worth every penny. It outlines the four areas that every profitable coaching practice on the planet has in common. And thus, they're the four things that you must have nailed down in your coaching practice if you want it to be consistently profitable. So if you want an easy to understand, very specific tool that makes it crystal clear where to be focusing your attention in your practice and what you can safely ignore to ensure that your practice is consistently profitable and supports the life that you want to be living, go to ProfitForCoaches.com and download your copy of the four must-haves for a profitable coaching practice today. One of the major challenges that most coaching practices deal with is something we've talked about before, the feast or famine cycle. It is that roller coaster ride that starts with not having any clients or not having enough clients, not having enough money. So we put every bit of effort that we have and we spend all three of our limited resources, time, energy, and money, on trying to find clients. So we go out, we bust our backsides, and we find clients. So we get enough people willing to pay us, and it keeps us busy. And then what we wind up doing is we stop selling because we're so busy servicing the clients. And either we forget, or we don't have the time, or we get comfortable and just don't worry about keeping the pipeline full keeping that stream of prospects coming. And so we have that money, we feel good, we're coaching those clients. And then for whatever reason, we don't have the clients anymore and we don't have the money flowing anymore. And then we go into panic mode. And again, we go out and work our tails off to find more clients and more money. Now that cycle continues and just keeps cycling over and over again for most coaches. And one of the things that allows that to happen is that when we get those clients, there'll be a bunch of people that we talk to that didn't become clients for whatever reason. 
they gave us. Maybe the timing wasn't right. Maybe they didn't have the money at the moment. Maybe they were in the middle of another coaching program or something. There's something that made them say, now's not the right time. And what we often do with those people is just leave them alone. We either completely just delete them from our database or throw their cards away or just never, we let them completely fall off the planet, or we keep their contact information, but we don't reach out to them again or talk to them again or touch them again until we're back in panic mode and need more clients. And then it's trying to to say, hey, uh, remember when we talked six months ago and you haven't heard from me since then? Maybe things have changed in your life and you're ready to look at coaching or or coaching with me. And sometimes we get lucky and just the timing winds up and, and that we left a good impression and that's how it works. But most of the time, it's a waste of time, right? They can feel us. They know that we're just coming because we're desperate uh, and they feel like all you're interested in is my money. So this cycle of feast and famine, this cycle of putting all of our effort and money and time, if we have any money, oftentimes we put money that we don't have into client acquisition. We do this in these bursts and we burn through so many relationships or let so many relationships go cold. It's not efficient and it's not profitable. And the title of this show is Profit for Coaches. I want you to have a profitable coaching practice. So let's talk about one of the ways to fix this. It's pretty simple. Have a kit, K-I-T, keep in touch strategy and have it systemized. If possible, automated. We don't want to depend on our own memory because if we're busy with clients, we're busy with what we're doing, we'll forget. We don't want to depend on when we feel like doing it. We certainly, as I talked about, don't want to just do it when we need the clients. So we want it to be a system. We need it to be a system. That's the only way for it to be profitable. It's the only way for it to be consistent. Because what we don't want to be doing is having to come in and spend eight, 10 hours a day when we have no clients, grinding, frantically trying to find clients. It's much better to be able to do half an hour to an hour a day to prime the pump, turn the crank, whatever metaphor you want to use to keep the stream flowing. So how do we do this? Well, there are lots of ways to keep in touch. There are three major areas in which you focus your keep in touch strategies. Um, one of them is strategic partners. That's a different strategy. It's actually a couple of different strategies, focusing on building relationships and maintaining relationships with people who can help you to build your business uh, and help you to deliver better things to your clients. That's another, that's another set of strategies. That's another episode or two. It's a whole section in Profit for Coaches program. Not going to be able to fit it in, into this episode. So what I want to talk about, the two other areas for Keep in Touch are both focused on prospects and clients. Okay. And there are two ways, two areas to keep in touch with prospects and clients. Number one is one-to-one, -one, individual. You use this for people who are, who have self-identified as wanting to work with you. People who have raised their hands to say, I want to explore becoming your client. When you build up your audience enough and your ecosystem enough and you have enough people in your system to, to be able to have a consistent stream of, of folks raising their hands and saying, hey, I'd like to potentially look at working with you, you can't afford to be one-to-one -one with every single person that you've ever met that is relevant that might potentially become a client one day. So you need to save the one-to-one -one for people who have raised their hands and identified themselves as, I think I should work with you, okay? 
So that's one to one. The more efficient and the one that falls under more under the marketing, I guess, or the or the self-promotion is one to many. This is where you're communicating and keeping in touch with everyone else who has self-identified as willing to listen to you, as willing to learn more about you. They're willing to invest their time, maybe their email address, and a little bit of their energy into finding out more about you and whether or not you're a fit and letting you build trust and credibility with them, but they're not ready to invest money in your programs yet. These are the people that we want to keep in touch with in a one-to-many format. And the reason is this. You can only, well, you can make sales offers to anybody that you want, whenever you want, but you're only going to get people willing to invest in you in direct proportion to the amount of trust and credibility you have earned with them. There are some people that say this is this takes too long or you're talking about giving out tons of free content and da da da, da and the, there's a whole bunch of objections to this concept. And I'm not talking about spending years and years or hours a day. Remember, I talked about this, this part of your strategy, this part of your client acquisition taking less than half an hour a day. What we want to do is make it possible for the people who haven't earned that trust and credibility yet, but who are willing to give you the opportunity. This is designed to take advantage of the opportunity that they're giving you so that down the road, when it is the right time, when they have built enough credibility and trust, you're not trying to convince them to come work with you. They're raising their hands to say, I'm ready to work with you. Now, keep in touch one to many builds that trust and credibility, but it only builds that trust and credibility if you do it right. And so many people do it wrong. And there are lots of ways to do it wrong. But the ways that I most consistently see it done wrong is people who are constantly selling to anyone and everyone who, if you have a heartbeat, you can fog a mirror, they're going to try and sell you something. This is called spam. This is annoying. Everybody hates being pitched on a regular basis. Now, there are times that people will not only be okay with being pitched, but they will expect it and they will appreciate it. And that's when the pitch is relevant and when you've earned the right to make that pitch. And Again, this could take five minutes. It could take five years. We don't know. So what we do is with the one-to-many, we are speeding up the process. But again, if you're doing it wrong, constant selling, you're never going to speed up the process. The only process you're going to speed up is them running away from you, okay? The second primary wrong way that I see it done is people try and share information, but they do it as a how-to manual. Here's how to do these things, step by step by step. The problem with being a how-to manual is that you're boring and you're easily replaced by a how-to manual. Most people, if they really want to know step-by-step how to do something, they'll just go look it up on YouTube or Google it or whatever the case may be, right? So don't keep in touch by trying to be a how-to manual. Number three, the other wrong way or the other big wrong way that I see is the full transparency crowd, the radical honesty crowd, the I want you to see everything about me so you can know that my life is real. Problem is when you do that, A, it's not relevant. B, you come across as self-centered. And while you might connect with with some people, you're going to turn off a lot of people that you could otherwise have helped. I'm not saying hide who you are. We believe in being fully self-expressed. In fact, your unique selling proposition is you. How you show up is incredibly important. Showing up in your space and attracting the people that you're supposed to that you're supposed to help, the people that resonate with you, your ideal clients, we're absolutely about that. I build a lot of my my client acquisition around that concept. But there's a difference between showing up honestly as who you are and just bearing 
everything and focusing on the, the complete disaster that is your day. Your clients want to know that you can help them. They want to know you're human also, but prospects don't want to know that you are more messed up than they are, right? So those are the three primary ways that I see people who are doing one-to-many outreach do it wrong. They do it in ways that that's not efficient. You, you turn off more people than you should. It's not helpful. So what's the right way to do it? Because there's actually a lot more long, wrong ways to do it than just those three. There's tons of ways to do it wrong. And there are a lot of people making a lot of money teaching people the ways to do it wrong. But I'm going to give you a simple, a simple way to do it right. What I attempt to refer to as the magic formula. When you're sharing content, when you're doing a one-to-many outreach, there's a magic formula for what to share and in what, uh, in what proportion. And that is 80, 15, 5. 80, 15, 5. Okay, so what are those? 80%. The first 80% should be helpful information. You're going to share things about your industry. You're going to share strategies, tips, and tricks. And you might share other experts, content that is relevant. And it needs to be relevant and helpful to your audience, to the people who are looking to you for help. And a lot of people say, oh, man, now you're just talking about creating content. You're talking about giving away stuff for free. Well, yeah, I'm talking about giving away stuff for free. But here's the trick. The information is already free. It's already out there. People are going to find it. All they have to do is go looking for it. What you're doing is providing information that is helpful, that is relevant. You're doing it in your voice so that they can get used to how you present, to how you relate, to how you see the solutions. They're going to appreciate the fact they don't have to go all over the internet to try and find what it is that they're looking for. They can get it from you and they can get it from you in your voice, which means they're going to appreciate it. Now, remember, again, this isn't how to. The information you're sharing doesn't need to be step one, do this, step two, do that, step three, do that. Again, they can go look that up anywhere. What you want is to share the information and the perspective that is helpful and relevant to them in a way that lets them connect it to you. The other nice thing about the information being free out there everywhere on the interwebs is when you share the information, if they go elsewhere on the internet and they find it, they're going to go, oh yeah, you said that. That must mean you know what you're talking about because there's other people out here that say the same thing, right? So it helps to build trust and credibility. The fact that you're not holding everything back behind a paywall, the fact that you're trusting them allows the law of reciprocity to kick in and they give you trust in return. Okay, so 80% of what you share needs to be helpful info that is relevant to your audience. Okay, 15. 15% is sharing what you offer. This is where you make the pitch. This is where you say, I've got something that can help you. It requires an investment. It might be an investment of time. It might be an investment of money. It requires more investment than just hearing my voice. And if you've done the 80% well, and if you craft your pitch well, or if you share what you're offering in the right way, the response is, well, if the free stuff is this good, the stuff I'm paying for has got to be amazing. How do I pay for it? When it's relevant and when it's crafted correctly, they're going to appreciate the fact that you are making the offer, that you're not just going here, listen to me drone on endlessly. Here's the shortcut come work with me. So 15% is giving people the opportunity to work with you, giving your audience the opportunity to raise their hands, self-identify as someone who's ready to work with you. Okay. And the five, the five is the show and tell. The show and tell that 5% of your communication is the cool things going on in your world. 
the announcements. Hey guys, I've got a podcast. Hey guys and gals, I'm a guest on so-and-so's video or I'm on such and such TV. Or that might be the time when you talk about how uh, your kid flew a kite for the first time or how you learned a massive and amazing life lesson by watching your dog chase a Frisbee. This is where you can let your audience know more about you, the person. But again, you also want to make sure that this is relevant. And so actually, when you do this right, there is overlap between the 5% and the 80%. As an example, my announcement to my people that I have a podcast is both show and tell, hey, I've got a podcast, it's cool, and also useful for them because they're coaches, they want to be profitable, and now they want to come listen to my podcast. So there's the example. That's your magic formula, 5 80% sharing helpful information that is interesting and relevant, 15% making offers and allowing people to raise their hands and decide to work with you, and 5% showing and telling things that are cool about you. The point is when you're doing this, when you're reaching out one to many and sharing in this way, you're taking the opportunity to build a relationship because people will talk about the size of, the, of your list or the size of your audience being important, but what's more important than the size of your audience or the size of your list is the relationship that you build with the people that are in your audience, the people that are on your list. And part of that building relationship is, again, expressing yourself and being memorable. I told you, I believe in being fully self-expressed. I believe in showing up as yourself because being yourself and being memorable, that's what's gonna be the difference between when people are happy to hear from you or get excited about you or maybe come to build that trust and fall a little bit in love with you. If you're just another person delivering content, then that's all you're gonna be is another person delivering content. But if you show up as you, you have your voice, that's what sticks in people's minds. That is what connects to people's hearts. And that is what causes people to say, you are my people. You are the person I should be working with. That's the basics of a keep in touch strategy. How are you going to keep in touch one to many? Man, pick your tools. Print is back. Social media, there's all kinds of different social media platforms. You can do videos. You can do podcasts, for example. Uh, you can do direct mail. That's the thing that's coming back in a big way lately. You can do phone calls. You can do text messages. You can also do email. I really like email because email is something that you control. You control the message. You're not subject to anybody's algorithm. You don't have to worry about anybody throttling your messages. You don't have to worry about somebody else's platform changing the rules on you. There are a lot of different rules around email. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that goes into being effective with email, and maybe we make that another episode. Uh, definitely teach that inside the Profit for Coaches program. But email is very, very effective if you do it right. But the point is, pick the tool that works for you, systemize it, be consistent with it. Because keeping in touch is key to ensuring that your efforts are effective and successful. Keeping in touch is what allows you to connect with the people that you are meant to serve. Keeping in touch with your potential clients is critical to developing trust and credibility. It's what keeps you foremost in the minds of those potential clients when they need you, when they need what you offer, when they need the results that only you can bring them because you're the only one they've come to know and trust. Keep in touch. Your business depends on it. That's it for this episode of Profit for Coaches. I've been your host, Joss Willard. To make sure you never miss a new episode, go to ProfitForCoaches.com to subscribe now. You'll also find all the show notes, resources, guides, links, freebies, and other goodies that we mention on the show. Plus, we've got some special bonuses there just for our subscribers. 
So to make sure you profit fully from this and each new episode of Profit for Coaches, go to ProfitForCoaches.com now.